And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created are exploited, we are downtrodden, we are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Get together, have a few laughs. feel like that's something Stanley Kubrick dreamed up, but... <laughs> that was a beautiful karaoke rendition of Blueberry Hill starring Vladimir Putin. Yep. And there were a lot of celebrity faces in that audience. Yeah, us. you guys should go look it up. I think I saw Goldie Hawn out there. Yeah, it was from like eight years ago, though, wasn't it? It was a while ago. It was Nine years ago. Nine years ago. So way before he was really making everybody upset. This is when everybody was happy with all that cheap natural gas he was selling them. He wasn't quite Hitler yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, welcome to Iowa Talk, guys. I'm your host, TP. I'm your host, Theo. And we got E-Rock here. I'm your host, E-Rock. We got E-Rock here teching it again. Yep. Because he forgot his mic again. He's not even trying to create a fucking character, but he sounds like one. <laughs> He's a great one, though. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we'll keep him around for a few more shows. You do it again, you're fired as an intern. Certainly not an intern. All right, we are bringing up, mostly we're based off of an incredible article from <laughs> the Daily Mail. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh Caitlin Carell, US political reporter for Daily Mail, 30 September 2022. It's got it all. It's got the news in it, it's got the propaganda and it's got the Russian smear. Yeah, here's the headline. Putin says US created nuclear precedent by bombing Japan and vows to smash the satanic west. 
rants that America is still occupying Germany. Anglo-Saxons blew up Nord Stream and warns he'll use all forces to defend annexed Ukraine regions. Very interesting. If you hadn't heard, I'm going to try to recite these from memory. Donetsk, Lugansk, Zaporozhia, and Kherson regions have been annexed Annexed. via a referendum that, of course... That the, know, the U.S. and... The West in general is NATO is not going to... They're calling it a farce. They're not going to recognize, which we'll get into that here as we go through this. And we're going to bring you some other... We're basing most of it off this article. It's a, it's a good read, but like I said, there's there's a lot of good stuff in here, and there's a, it's quite hilarious. Well, good, good stuff is if you like bullshit and if you understand what's going on, though, too, because Vladimir Putin came out after the Nord Stream incident, okay? Incident. Yeah explosion of some some type of earthquakes that rocked it or something i don't know but uh yeah in the u.s he uh delivered a scathing speech towards the west all right he blamed the west for the invasion of ukraine because they believe russia is a colony and a band of slaves and wants to break it up into smaller states who will be fighting against each other which the u.s probably does want that for russia Look what they did with the Soviet Union. They want to dominate it somehow, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just judging from recent history, you know. Right. Economically. And he goes on to say, the rules-based order that the West goes on about is nonsense. Who made those rules? Who agreed on them? Russia is an ancient country and civilization, and we will not play by these rigged rules. The West has no moral authority to challenge the referendums because it has violated the borders of other countries. And you know what? We've said that in the past on our shows is that absolutely uh, Russia is an old, they got deep roots. Yeah. And the U.S. really doesn't have any leg to stand on to tell people. Well, it's. Or other countries. On the other side of the world. Right. That's one thing that I, for some reason, tons of Americans don't even. I mean, take the time to ponder. It's not like we're telling the Russians to not build a missile silo in Cuba right now. Right. Right. You know, I find it interesting from the headline, too, that he accuses the and something that is um, sort of in the bullet points beginning of that article. Let me read it here. Well, first of all, claimed the U.S. set precedent for using nuclear weapons against Japan during World War Two. Well, that's true. That happened. That happened. That's the history. So, right. We're living in reality. Oh, man. Yes, that did happen. So, oh, so what do we do about the reality? I mean, <laughs> I I don't understand. Yeah, to be even even imply that he's incorrect about that statement is pretty ignorant. But is the U.S.'s use of atomic weapons in anger somehow morally superior to somebody else doing the same? Well, yeah, because they're not America. Oh. Duh. Well, that's a pretty crazy rationale. (laughs) So, you know, uh, also he said, any country who wants to live by the rules of the United States are political masochists. I agree with that statement. I would have to agree with that statement, too. Absolutely. um, You kidding? But you know what? Real quick, before we get into the rest of this, this we've been article defending here. we've been defending Europe for how long? Right? How long have we been defending Europe from Russia uh, since World, since War, World II? War II? Okay, yeah. And yeah, how you long? don't think that we get a pound of flesh out of them as well? <laughs> so, Okinawa, Germany, 
Korea, Philippines. Do we have military there? Sure, yeah. maybe. Sure, the Navy there, goes there. Yeah. Marines. I know Marines go amused out under. They've got Navy bases there. So, yeah, which we'll get into, which they hit on that that, that in this article. But real quick, I want to get into a little history of Mr. Vladimir Putin himself. He was born in Leningrad, now St. Petersburg in yeah, Russia. St. Petersburg now. October 7th, 1952. Grew up. Pretty, that puts him at 70, right? Pretty good yeah. family. Pretty good family, yeah. He uh, graduated from the Leningrad, Leningrad State University with a law degree in 1975 and then pretty much immediately began his career in the KGB as an intelligence officer stationed mainly in East Germany. East Germany. Speaks German. Speaks English. German. English. Speaks, German. Yeah. Uh, you just Chinese, heard his beautiful Americans. Yeah. yeah. Blueberry Hill. Not can not only can he speak it, he can sing in different languages. That's pretty good. On Blueberry Hill. He that didn't was, have that yeah. lisp with it, but <laughs> it was. Uh, I tried. Anyways, he remained. So he knows a little bit about what German politics and stuff, and I think a little bit about what's going on over there. Maybe energy. So mind you, that was 1975 he began. So the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan in 1979, correct? December 24th of 79, yes, and until February 15th of 89. And Thanks uh, to Iraq bringing up the exact dates. Yeah, good job, Iraq. the years. Uh, the and Vladimir was in his position until in the KGB until 1990. So he literally was in the entire time in the Soviet. 15 year stint in the KGB, folks, as an intelligence officer. Yeah, that's impressive, actually. I mean, not that they're nice guys because they most certainly are not. No. Yeah. Generally so speaking, that's right? what I'm trying to bring up. The point here is good that people do bad things at times. The uh, Vladimir Putin, the, the Russians. Uh, so the military, you know, those officers and stuff. When the Soviet Union fell. In what year? 1991. Yes. Communism fell. And then Putin ends up becoming president in 1999. And has held that position since then. It's a long time. 23 years. That's a pretty good time. Now, when he wants to try to stand on a morally high ground leg to the West, which, hey, I understand, the West, our government, the European government, They've done done some atrocities, right? We've talked about a few of them on here. We're going to talk about Many. more of them. Yeah, but so has Russia. So yeah. has Vladimir, Vladimir Putin's military uh, commanders. Yes, I bet you some of those guys, some of those guys that were uh, officers on the on the ground in Afghanistan, are now probably uh, military advisors to the Putin. I would imagine. I would imagine there's probably a few of them there. And these guys also, so, <clears throat> you know, they kind of raped their way through Afghanistan as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. Uh, actually seen red-headed Afghans. Wow. Like, yeah. Freckled, too. That's weird. Interesting. Pretty wild. But getting back into this, uh, we, we mentioned in the last show about the sabotage and the Nord Stream pipeline, which Putin obviously said... Blame was an attempt US. to destroy the European energy infrastructure, he claimed. And he added that those who profit from it have done it without naming a specific country. He never named anybody. Sure. But for all on. the money that, hey, Come you on. know what? We've seen that all over. I would imagine if anybody in NATO acted on this, that they would have, it would have had to have cleared, been cleared through the U.S. Right. Oh, yeah. In one way, shape, or form. Oh, well, like I said, if you listen to the last show, this that could, that... Could not have been any easy feat. The logistics, all that behind that 
pipeline. Yeah, that's a special explosion. type of diving. Yeah, that ain't no only barely a handful of people around the world. Yeah, there's only like that. a few schools in the whole world that actually yeah, teach that. And though. it takes all sorts of equipment, suits. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go listen to that episode. You want to get the details on that. So, and also on that, just kind of going back to that, we uh, that Glenn Greenwald. We we played that clip. Yeah, we played the clip of him. And how many times have have the same people that are painting Russia as the culprit here? How long? How many times have they been wrong? Right on Russia in particular. Many, right. many, many over, over, and over again. Yeah, over the past five or six years. Yeah. So. And um, you know he and he said seven years, eight years. He said Donald. Okay. He said Europeans not to buy natural gas from Moscow, but instead buy it from the United States. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let's go back here. The U.S. has been obsessed for years with going back to the Bush administration with trying to bully and corrose and persuade the Europeans not to buy natural gas from Moscow, but instead to buy it from the United States. Donald Trump, while he was being called a Putin asset or blackmailed by the Kremlin, was one of the leaders in badgering the Germans saying, we pay you for your defense. You should be buying natural gas from us. And now suddenly the pipeline blows up in the middle of this war. And we're going to blame Russia for that. And, and that's a very good point, Excellent point. And, and question that Glenn Greenwald had. Played the clip last time. Yeah. You know? And so um, it's interesting that, you know, he, he brought up Trump was badgering the Germans about it. And then we played a, and the, a few shows ago how they laughed at him. When yeah. he was telling him at the UN, like, yeah. if you guys keep up with this stupid idea that you got going. Absolutely. <laughs> now look. Now look. I mean, yeah. we, wow. we, was, we anticipated. It was bad then. Yeah. I mean, I, I anticipated them using this as a weapon kind of, you know, against the Europeans. But I, I never thought they would get blown up. Yep. Well, somebody uh, just put an exclamation point on this whole thing. Right. So... And then going back, uh, so remarks were announcing signing papers made about the annexation of the four regions, right? It's a big deal. It is a, a pretty big deal. They're vowing full military support as Which, well. like we talked about in other shows, Putin, German, or the Russians are not using Russian troops yet. Also, mind you, this gains them something we've talked about prior with regards to taking the Black Sea, Correct. Correct that this gets them far closer to that goal. Right? Correct? Yeah. Yes. Far closer. This is a lot of... There's a lot of land. Black Sea coastline. Pretty much, yeah. It's a major, major... And they have Crimea already, so it only makes sense. Uh, it's, it's crazy. So Transnistria, I believe, is... There's a, it's a small region to the west of that that borders Moldova. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard that talked about that they would need to take that, or, or at one point in time, correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody, I believe that Moldova was actually talking about taking action to get themselves to the Black Sea. Oh, really? And that would be interesting because there's if I would encourage people to open up a map hmm. on this. Yeah, go look at this. And uh, yeah, very interesting. This would landlock Ukraine. Definitely, like we've been kind of talking talking about. about. So, which we've you just been, all we've here, been doing folks. is reading their research and just telling you guys what we've been hearing. Okay. So also president, former vice president, Joe Biden released a statement Friday <laughs> claiming that the annexations have no legitimacy and will not be recognized by the U S he also announced a new set of sanctions in response to the move. 
Quote, in response to Russia's phony claims of annexation, the United States, together with our allies and partners, are announcing new sanctions today, the president said. Okay. Go look on that article about what the sanctions are. They're basically just sanctioning more Russian oligarchs like they did before. And once again, we've talked about this on the show before, folks, that the sanctions have not been working at all. It has not been harming Russia's economy at all. Even this pipeline. It's been harming Europe more than anything. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so that's one thing that, you know. Uh, it's we crazy. Did, I believe we briefly mentioned was that, you know, Revolver had said that this just hurts Europe and it makes them more subservient to the United States. Well, there's an incentive for the United States. Hmm. Boom. It's not going to hurt Russia themselves that much. No, not really that much at all. I mean, that's just, well, especially that's we've we've talked sending. about in episodes prior where they're opening up uh, trade agreements with uh, India, hey, China, and all that. Fun let's stuff. build a pipeline to Russia or China or India, and hey guys, are you gonna blow it up like those people did? Over? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. You know why? Because they're smart and they really love fossil fuels over there. <laughs> they understand. They're not suicidal. Right. Right. So, and I'm sure Russia's probably saying, like, oh, okay, well, we don't recognize your sanctions. So, all right, bye. Okay. They're already getting out of the dollar. We've talked about yep. this. Yeah, they've already, yeah, their, their currency has been doing a lot better. Anyways, fears of nuclear war have grown. And they've been talking about that. You know, the doomsday clock is like a half a minute to midnight or something now, or one and a half minutes to midnight or something crazy. Well, I've seen sources online that have listen to translated you know sources of Putin's speech and whatnot and they can't find anywhere where he threatens preemptive nuclear strike so contrary to he did say national security advisor to the president Jake Sullivan going on TV programs or whatever right saying if if he uses nukes you know, there will be grave consequences for that. We're just like, going to have to use them back. Yeah, yeah. Like, they almost like itching. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. You got that itchy uh, trigger finger. But Putin, yeah, Putin did say he was not bluffing. Russia is yeah. prepared to use nuclear weapons to defend its territory. Defend its territory. Not to well, that's, strike out. They're considering four, four new little territories part of their territory. So... And you know what? Just like in Call of Duty, they actually have those mini tactical nukes now. This uh, ups all of the ante. You don't think? You don't think Russia has Moabs like we do? Oh, I'm sure they have their own. They've got a lot of places to test things like this. Yeah, where nobody nobody has to know about it. Nobody there's are nobody seismic detectors can reach because it's so deep into Russia. Siberia. Yeah. So, anyways, I like how the article says. The outlandish claims in the speech, including insisting the U.S. is occupying Germany and Korea. This is the propaganda part I love about the article. Well, they are. (laughs) It's not an outlandish claim. No, it's reality once again. Yeah. The United States is occupying Korea and Germany. Right. After the wars, we never left. No. We told them we were going to. Yep. Never did. Guess what? There's better than a hundred other countries. The and, same thing. And going back to what uh, earlier, what uh, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald said about Trump was, uh, "Hey, you know, we're defending you guys. You need to stop buying this r- Russian oil or uh, natural gas and whatever." 
Yeah, we have military bases there. I have friends in, uh, in the army. I'm some of our listeners that were stationed in Germany. Okay, I've yeah, it's it's ridiculous. We're, I, we're still <clears throat> occupying Japan from the war as well, folks. I but, have friends that were stationed in Japan, but that's Okinawa. mostly Okinawa. Mm-hmm. I want to say I've seen figures that like seventy-five percent of all U.S. troops stationed in Japan are on Okinawa. Marines and, and sailors, of course. I'm I know sure of guys right. that were stationed in Korea. You know, U.S. troops stationed in these areas. Yeah, well, this is not uh, an outlandish claim. This is reality once yeah. again. Absolutely. Just like the pr- uh, claim that U.S. set the president to using nuclear wars. <laughs> weapons. Yeah, weapons. Well, Insane. they did. It happened. They dropped yeah, atomic weapons on two cities in Japan. Don't know if you've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. and it says here that it's... German or Russia is downplaying Germany's relationship between the two nations. He, he said Germany is still their their vassal, but the United States is still calling them an equal ally. This is a real shame, the Russian leader said. Well, I think that we've mentioned within the past few episodes that Germany is the EU. I mean, primarily, right? Pretty much at this point, yeah. <laughs> They're the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So now we'll see. They Thank have you, a major, Europe. major energy problem. Yeah, their their citizens are going to be hurting. Talked about this multiple times. So he said the West wants to use Russia as a colony, an unfree society. One of the reasons for the centuries-old Russophobia is that we do not allow ourselves to be robbed during the period of colonization. We forced Europe to trade on equal footing, Putin added, claiming he has plans for intervention. So he also goes on. So, so this is really, I, I find this very interesting, th- these remarks that Vladimir Putin here is making about colonization. So they, he also claims, says, they colonized, started the global slave trade, genocided Native Americans, pillaged India and Africa, forced China to buy opium through war. Happened. Yeah. Yeah, but he goes on to say, we, on the other hand, getting up on his soapbox, high horse, on his are proud that we led the anti-colonial movement that helped countries develop to reduce poverty and equal- inequality. Yeah, that kind of happened after the Soviet Union fall, the fall of the Soviet Union. Well, know, yeah, <clears throat> and it is interesting to note that many of those countries, such as like Vietnam, a lot of people, I don't know if necessarily know, they're like they are actually been pretty successful mm-hmm. since yeah they've been doing a lot better and yes even though they're like vietnam is considers themselves communist right there's a communist party in charge mm-hmm. they've opened themselves up to business it vastly I guarantee you, you have products in your house that are made in absolutely. vietnam absolutely go absolutely look. they're yep. not they're not doing too bad right so here, but I, I just little history lesson. So, uh, by the second half of the 19th century, so that's that colonizing time period that sure. Putin was talking about, the Eight, 19th, and 18th, and 19th century. So, the British had conquered much of Africa, India, and Malaya. Yes, the French controlled Indochina, West Africa, and parts of the Middle East, and the Dutch, Portuguese, and Belgians, and even the Germans followed suit. You know. And by 1885, the deal was done, and the Treaty of Berlin made it official. The Europeans had divided up Africa between all of them. At the same time, the Russians also turned southward, beginning their third period of colonization. 
So you can go look up those two, but this is because Putin was talking about this period in general, so that's why I wanted to hit that up. But go look in the Russians' history of colonization. Uh, it's a very interesting. But anyways, between 1804 and 1810, the empire absorbed all of Georgia, Abkhazia, and Ar Armenia. And by 1859, it had concluded a series of wars with the North Caucasian tribes. From 1864 to 1876, imperial troops occupied the emirate of uh, Kara, and both the Kokand and Kiev uh, Canaanites. Canaanites. I need, I need you on this one, Theo. I'm not even sure where you're reading from. You're right. But putting them at the foot of the Hindu Kush mountain range, the only barrier between them and Britain's territory. So, when he says, we led the anti-colonial movement that helped countries develop to reduce poverty and inequality. Well, I certainly think there are parts of Central Asia that they, they well, utilized they, he for said, certain purposes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he said, uh, during the period of colonization, we forced Europe to trade on equal footing. Well, that's because Europe stopped you. At that, well, at that point. At that point at time. With the help of the United States to a huge degree. You mean at the end the, of World War Two? No, this is during the, the 1800s still. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The colonization where uh, here at the Hindu Kush mountain range. Sure, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was talking about, well, you know, we were, we, and then we decided to trade with them. It's like, okay, dude. And then also, yeah, going into, I mean, World War Two, how they, yeah, all that stuff got split up. And, I mean, their, their military was just absolutely brutal to their yeah. own people. Oh, sure. You know, we all, everybody's yeah. seen Enemy at the Gates. We all know the stories of Russian troops Wave were getting techniques. gunned down uh, if they retreated. You yeah. Know, they and, raped uh, their way through Germany. <laughs> well, Eastern Europe. Yeah, all of you. Yeah, and, and, you know, didn't have enough rifles to issue. So yeah, or ammo. Pick, yeah, pick one up from the dead guy in front yeah, of you. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. So for him to even try to claim the moral high ground on this because no. all that stuff happened with the West. Yes, they did all these things as well. But, yeah, for him to try to claim moral superiority over that, nah, bud. Especially, yeah. like I said, he was in the KGB they're, during the Soviet... Yeah. <laughs> they're Soviets equal. being in fucking Afghanistan. Like, they're come on, at dude. best equal opportunity a-holes. Yeah, you didn't know. What were you guys were trying to do there? You weren't trying to colonize that region? Okay. Mm. Trying to trade with the Afghans? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the Cossacks where you were conducting, you know, military tests and stuff like that, or right. uh, excuse me, nuclear tests and whatnot. Middle of Kazakhstan. Yeah. Which we already stated, they had plenty of their own land to be able to do that. So why would they pick that area? Yeah, well. Weird. Anyway, he also ranted. We can we because this needs to be talked about too. All right, rant about the sex change surgeries and satanic moral norms of the U.S. He called the West satanic because of the rejection of moral norms and an attack on liberalism. Unlike Russia, he claimed that the U.S. and other Western nations have turned away from traditional and religious values. And you know what? I mean, I would have to agree with him. There's a, what are they calling that, progressivism? It's by the numbers. Religion is shrinking in the United States. And so is mor morals. Well, I mean, it seems it's to weird. be. I mean, it seems to be, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but bunch of, on that point, bunch of stuff on YouTube to watch about crimes going on, and yeah, you know, especially when the politicians are helping them by letting them twenty kids 
rolling up into a convenience store and just taking a bunch of stuff and beating a bunch of people up, you yep. know, and and no, they get a slap on the wrist. Yeah, if anything, no repercussions, con- no consequences for their actions. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then certain medical practices, quote unquote, that are happening to you know thirteen-year-olds and whatnot. Yeah, which it's, hey, just it, recently it, back in July, a company in the UK got shut down for a bunch of controversy over mis identifying gender dysphoria on teenagers and then forcing them to forcing them into life-altering medications or surgeries and stuff and then they've been getting a lot of lawsuits on that i think he was kind of maybe had that in mind when he was making that statement about the speech like it happened in the uk not so much the u.s but these things are happening yeah based off of things that 13 year olds said yeah that they didn't know what they were talking about yeah like stuff like if they didn't, if a thirteen-year-old girl didn't like a pink ribbon, then oh well, you then you you must be a boy, or if a boy didn't like you know, didn't like sports, oh well, then you're you're a girl. Just crazy stuff like that. Whistleblowers huh. came out and talked about. It. Yeah, go look it up yourself. Um, that was uh, Tavistock and Portman NHS Foundation Trust Gender Identification Development Services. National in Health the UK. Services is what NHS stands for in the right because they have you know government health care force so pretty pretty crazy so this is just ridiculous anybody trying to claim moral high ground in any of this right now is gonna you're gonna have trouble at least with us right yeah i mean because here three things that we already know about the american government our government doesn't represent the people's interests our government is incontrovertibly yeah (laughs) incontrovertibly too and our government lies consistently at home and abroad so so they don't serve our interests. I, they are insolvent, and they lie consistently at home and abroad. Yeah, They're just that's those are facts, unequivocal facts. Yeah, and Putin did bring up a lot of facts. The stuff that he did yeah. say was not he, a lie. Like he gets that on us. That, Guess what? Yeah, that uh, that Daily Mail article. There's like I said, there's a lot of just stupid crap that they say about like, how absurd he is to say these things, and then no, it's really. True. And they're true though, yeah. Right, and they're yeah. trying to say like, oh no, this is he's he's a uh, um, making stuff up. You know, these things aren't true. But yeah, they they freaking are. I mean, yeah. So like that, the United States are is occupying Korea. Okay, there's probably hundred thousand soldiers in Korea, aren't there? I don't know. If not tens of thousands, and many tens of thousands, probably. I guess I was wrong. 28,500 U.S. troops in Korea. Okay. Yeah, that's occupying to a certain degree. There we go. Well, and the, another thing that he says in that article, or that I wanted to talk about in that article that just really blew my mind, was the comment section. I'm not sure if these are bots, if this is real. So, like, when you, when you come down to the bottom of this article, or I'm sorry, we should wrap up what he was saying before I get to the comment section there. Putin promised in his remarks that Moscow would rebuild all the cities and towns in Ukraine that were destroyed by assault on the Eastern European nations. Hmm. So when these regions that were annexed, he's going to, if you're part of a Russia, let's go. Yeah, they probably are pretty cash rich right now with the economic situation going on. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of public works projects, projects like this are going to have a net positive influence, you know, for a while. Right. And then think about this coupled with something that we haven't really talked about much, I don't think, but is the One Belt, One Road initiative. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We'll talk about it a little bit, that how they're setting up economically 
to do a ton of business with India, the Middle East, all the way to Africa, folks. Yep. And so, you know, hey, that's another that's another threat that people in neocons and neoliberals in Washington, D.C. could perceive is that Germany in particular and their allies, quote unquote, their NATO allies in Germany or in y- Europe and the EU are eventually going to find it beneficial to have economic arrangements with Russia, India, China. They might, or they just yeah. might tip the dang on board well, on, on the ground. Well, we've said that before. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very interesting. This is also on the heels. Of, remember, also Zelensky applied for the NATO. Actor. The actor yeah. applied for NATO. For NATO, trying to have it formally expedited formally for NATO membership. And remember when Putin said Ukraine would get the full force of his military. He wants it. Hmm. If anybody wants or has behaved like they want nothing but chaos and destruction throughout this whole thing, it's been Zelensky. I, I don't know why. I have no idea why. It's so ridiculous. But let's lighten up the mood here because we don't, we're, we don't really know where this is going. Well, but we all gonna, know. Probably not going to be good. And we all know it's not going to be going good if they continue down this route. So, uh, But just the fact that you guys are listening to us, you're already... 15 million steps ahead of these people in this comment section that I'm like <laughs> okay. uh, free spirit here from Switzerland says this man should die already like I said I don't know if these are if these are um, bots or if these are actual people making these uh, Kevin P from Phoenix said Putin and he didn't even spell it the right way and all his new Soviet supporters can hunker down on the snotty end of my baby maker well, I don't know about bots. It could just be incredibly stupid people that have been convinced that I'm they're incredibly them, smart. I'm giving them the dang on benefit of the doubt saying they're, bot, they're bots. Daisy Power says, wants to mow, dividend, conquer, firmony, and Europe, and is now <laughs> unite them against West. Putini is not as clever as one would think. Wow. I just read that how she spelled it. Daisy Power. I'm assuming it's a female Lady Daisy name, right? Yeah. Did you understand that? No. Yeah. And at the end, I like to put, I like how they put, Putini is not as clever as one would think. Well, you probably shouldn't, if you can't spell. It might be from another country trying English or something, though. Nope. That one was from London, United Kingdom. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It says on here. Wow. <laughs> they invented it. Yeah. <laughs> It seems, oh, maybe that's why they're calling him Putini, but no, the whole crap before that, Mo, Dividend, dividend Conquer, I think she, they meant to say wants to divide and conquer Germany and Europe and unite them against, I don't know, I don't understand that. It's just, it's crazy to me. Japan had no business bombing Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Empire, this guy's name was the Empire from America, United States. <laughs> Good one, that was a troll for sure. Before we wrap this thing up, it's worth noting here that there are quite a few sort of populist election workings happening in Europe. Mm. Like uh, there was a big changeover in Sweden, I believe. Yes, yes, the whole party change. Yeah, I can't remember the details specifically. They're now now the rest of the world's calling them the far right. Yeah, the far right. Far right wing. Yeah, that's something these people are all aligning and doing at the same time too. It's amazing. And then there's this Georgia Maloney 
who has essentially taken power in Italy, and she has mentioned yes. getting the Italy out of the euro yep. and reintroducing the lira, which was their currency before the euro. So I wonder how she's going to do that with gold, huh? Bankers Maybe. don't like that. And now all of the media is aligned and calling her uh, like a Mussolini apologist and fan and mm. fascist and all this stuff like they do so many people. I don't know that much about her, but uh, I think common people. I, you know what? Another funny video I watched, and I would encourage people to find it somewhere, but uh, it was, I can't remember her first name, but Vanderlyen, I believe is her last name. And she's <clears throat> the German in charge of the EU right now, essentially. Mm. And it, there was some regular, some German MP in the European Parliament, and he was just like dressed up in like a regular pair of pants and some boots, and a long sleeve shirt that he had tucked in, and he was kind of like bald old guy that was representing you know Germany, and he said to her, who's a German herself, of course, something to the effect of like you know at first at the beginning of all of this thing i didn't know if you were just stupid or pure evil but now i think that you may be both <laughs> and he just said this like right in front of her <laughs> and she gave this guy like zero attention oh wow and as he just like walked right by her looking at her and so i guess the point that i'm trying to make is that german or um europeans really are there's kind of starting to push back, it seems. They should. Well, there's been a ton of people out in the streets, too, that mainstream media is simply omitting. They are not well, yeah, media. They're the not French, talking about... The French have been on Macron's case for a long time. Yeah, out Germans out in the streets. Spanish. Danish out. people out yeah. in the streets. Span Spaniards out in the streets. Uh, Czechs out in the streets. Uh, Poles, I believe, maybe. Yeah, this happened all over the world. But they're not reporting that. Why are they hiding that, you know? Hmm. So... People are getting fed up. Things are coming to a head. I mean, yeah, and that's what's scary. What people backed into a corner or ready to flip over a board, as we've mentioned before, are willing to do. Yeah. It's, we're inching closer by the day. Just look at the economic devastation throughout Europe as well. The uh, yeah, right on the heels pound, of the... The pound sterling. COVID. Yeah, the pound sterling. This is um, all created by the COVID pandemic. Yeah, right. The, uh, the pound sterling in parity with the dollar for the first time ever. Uh, the euro failing, the pound sterling failing. Yeah. And it's not looking good, folks. A lot it's of currencies around the world are going it, yeah. not good. It's not, not good directions. It's not at all. It would not at all be unusual right now to ask certain questions about, hey, man, this looks like it could be a controlled demolition. It, it just seems like it could. Yeah. They're making they such down. bad decisions. You know what I mean? Time after time. Yep. So, well, wrap this thing up here. Oh, that was the same German uh, politician that said that they were going to do anything to support who? Ukraine. Vanderline. The Remember that we mentioned that on the show before. Woman there. in charge there. Yeah. Anyways, Iraq. We're going to wrap it something? up. Or you got something for it? Blueberry. Blueberry Hill. We're going to exit to Blueberry Hill. Blueberry Hill. What do you want to do? What do you want to say? Well, Led Zeppelin did a bootleg of Blueberry Hill? Yes. Is that legal? Wow. Maybe I don't know. Oh. oh. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, let's play it. Getting some we can play stuff. it. No, we can't. We don't, we're not profiting from this. All right. Follow uh, us on social media, locals, Twitter, 
iowatalkguys.locals.com at iowatalkguys on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Send, we need to get better at that stuff. Send us an email. But well, I, we just we need it. more people getting involved and and getting involved in it so we can communicate with you all. You know what I mean? Search us out. Yeah. So we appreciate all you guys listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Really, chicka, chicka. we would appreciate it. a lot of it, all of it. Yeah, you guys are awesome. We love you. We Thanks hear you a lot. listening. We really appreciate it, guys. Mm-hmm. So, TP, Theo, and E Rock signing off. Out. Easy. Uh, found my